I'm Agent Scott. And I'm Cam the Provocateur. And we're from the Spy Hards Movie Podcast. That's right. And you are listening to Pods Like Us, the podcast that has a license to thrill. Welcome to Pods Like Us. I'm Martin Quibble, known to my friends as Marv, and this time I am joined by James Court from the appropriately titled Court Case. How are you, James? I'm great. Thanks so much for having me on. That's okay. Is it James, Jamie, or Jim, or how do you prefer it? It's James, James Court. Nice and simple. Yep. To the point. Yes. Yeah. So what was your first introduction to uh, podcast? Well, it probably started from my radio days where I started when student radio, when I was at university in Southampton, I um, did a student radio show on a radio station called Radio Sonar called uh, In Your Face with James Court, where we played music and talked about interesting topics and stuff. And um, from there, I moved on to getting work experience with stations like Breeze FM in Southampton stuff. And then that got me a job as an intern at Capital FM in Brighton. From there, um, I went from an intern to a covering producer where I would um, cover producing the breakfast show when the other producer wasn't in at the time. And uh, I would work between Capital and Heart FM because they were in the same building. And um, I just, from working there, I just really wanted to do like my own show where it was, you know, like no holds barred. It would be content that I wanted to talk about. It would be, you know, loose and no restrictions. And so what ended up happening was I ended up losing my job there because the station got shut down. Because I don't know how knowledgeable you are on radio politics or anything that goes on with that. But a couple years ago, um, they shut down across the country. Um, Bauer Media, who owns like Capital and Heart, shut down loads of um, all the local radio stations across England. So whereas, for example, like um, Brighton would have a capital, Portsmouth would have a capital. Now, just the south coast has a capital or just the north so it's now just reasonable so so many people lost their jobs and it was you know it was frustrating because i had just gotten into the radio industry there and then it was cut off um so i from there i just sort of laid low tried to figure out what i wanted to do and um lockdown happened and so i thought this would be the best chance to hone my skills and so i created my own podcast with my own name court case and um my partner my girlfriend um sweet tea she is my co-host with me and um we just talk all the stuff that we want to talk about we find controversial news and we give people relationship advice and um we put topics to rest in a sort of court casey way and i just love it you know I can tell you're a professional straight away because immediately you've ticked off the first five points on the list. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, That's brilliant. Mm. So, um, yeah, your history, it's fascinating because you've got like uh, Capital Radio, Cellador uh, mm. Radio, Sonar TV. Um, yeah. You've done a bit of acting and uh, Express FM. Yes, Express You've done your research. Yes, Express I FM, have. absolutely. Yeah. I um that was one of the first ones. I almost forgot about that. I was at college at the time. And so that was even before uni. And yeah. Express FM was a community station in Portsmouth. And they did this thing for young 
for young people where they're coming and they did the show called Rant on the Radio and it was sort of like an introduction for like super young people to radio. So I went on there, I think every something like Thursday evenings and it was like an hour show. That was really good fun. Yeah. Wow. So in, in such a short time, you've uh, you've done a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I know. It's um no it's it's been good it's been uh, yeah I've really enjoyed my experience in radio it's just uh it's sort of a shame that it was uh, cut short because of uh, money grabbing people. <laughs> but I mean now that we're gradually coming out of the lockdown you're mm. you're going to go back and look for some other work in radio anyway aren't you I would have thought. Yeah the the podcast is staying I'm keeping yeah. the podcast going because um we're doing a lot better than I thought we would and uh, our popularity is going up so I'm keeping that going but yeah I'm I'm currently I'm on the job hunt at the moment so I I am looking back into trying to get back into radio but it's uh it's very difficult. Well I know a few of us will be happy to hear that because you know I'm I'm friends with the guys from uh, Bad Council. Oh wow! Who, who, who follow you? And yeah. um, they've been previous guests. We I had to put a parental advisory on for that. Yeah, show. <laughs> yeah, I bet you did. <laughs> I did, and um, also uh, Gil from the Mind was he likes listening to your show occasionally as well. Yes, yeah, and, yeah, um, yeah. Xander and Stone they listen to you as well, and yeah, it's it's quite the community that's that's gathered there for these for really all nice. these shows. Yeah, I want to get on some of theirs or have some of you guys on ours at some point. We've gotten uh, our schedule's gotten quite um quite a crowded at the moment, but I do really want to get some of these you guys and stuff on ours as well. So, how is how is your schedule then? I mean, do do you block record or do you just record week to week? We um we normally record when we started we block recorded a cover a couple but we started we now we record sort of week to week so we can keep the stories a bit more relevant we normally our podcast release every Friday but not so normally we record on the Saturday and Sunday and then yeah. release it that Friday um is how we do it normally that's cool so what research do you do leading up to that. Well, we try and find stories that not everyone is talking about. And yep. um, a lot of the places where I mine some gold for stuff like that is Reddit. Reddit is a very good site. There is a, um, particularly, there's a, um, I don't know if you've ever been, have you ever used Reddit before? Yep, I have, yeah. Yeah, so you know that it's split into, you know, different subreddits and communities. Yes. Yep. There's one on there called Not The Onion, which basically, that in America, there is a, a magazine that you can buy called the onion that does all like ridiculous made up stories that are like satire. So there's a subreddit called not the onion that finds real stories that sound too ridiculous to be true. Okay. So like ridiculous <laughs> stuff happening at the moment. So that's a good one to go to if you want some controversial or strange stories that not many people are talking about. So that's um, a good place that we go to. And we also, we have a segment called Courting with James, which is our relationship advice. And um, for that, we go to different relationship advice subreddits and see what are the most popular stories. Sometimes we have people message in and um, with, you know, advice that they want and stuff like that, yeah. which is nice. But yeah, that's, that's, yeah, Reddit's probably the main, the main place I go. And other than that, you have you have guests on. Like uh, I know we were talking about uh, that really cool uh, music teacher that you had. As yes, well. yeah, so. he was my uh, second guest. He's my next door next door neighbor, Robin, and he has had such an interesting life. He's had a stunning life. He's um, he's knocking on a bit now. He's in his seventies, but he was the sound engineer for David Bowie when yeah. he was um, Ziggy Stardust. And so in that episode, which is episode two, he goes into um, all of his life like that. But he's also worked with people like Blondie and Lou Reed as well. And it's just hearing those stories is fantastic. And I was lucky enough to have him teach me guitar when I was in secondary school. And we've had a, um, to be honest, we've had a, uh, you know, a friendship um, for like the past like 10 or 15 years. I don't know if you've seen Back to the Future, but it's kind of like Doc and Marty in a way. Okay. Uh, you know, nice he's really young me and he's you know nice old guy and he's great and he's always up to something something musically at the moment he normally he'll write and make songs and go to the studio even now and just send them around to all the radio stations that he can to see what 
see if anyone will do stuff with it. He's just, he's such a great guy. He's one of those old people like in retirement that just can't sit still. Yeah. Yeah. Love such a nice guy. Yeah. I remember when I was listening to you chatting with him, I, I just kept thinking, Oh God, you, you could do an entire series of, yeah. of a podcast all based on his anecdotes and stories. Mm. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Yeah. He's got such a nice, nice insight on the world as well. So how do you pick the guests that you have and then arrange for them to come on the show? Well, um, normally my um, girlfriend and partner, Sweet Tea, she handles a, a lot of the social media for me when I'm busy editing. Yep. Um, and she'll um, delve into the different podcast communities and she'll find people that, you know, want to would like to come on and would like to co- collaborate. We come on people's and then they come on ours. And, um, but also if there's someone that I'm quite interested in, that's not sort of podcasty, I'll just sort of like reach out to them myself. Um, one that I'm really looking forward to that messaged us directly. That's not even in the podcast at all is we had someone message us last week and we've just nailed down when they're going to record. They're a man that has been in, was in prison for 16 years and he was found to be innocent. Wow. And, and he messaged us and he said that he wants to come on and he wants to tell his story. So that's going to be coming out in May. We're recording that, I think, late April. But that one I'm really excited for. It was national news when it happened and stuff. So um, I'm really excited to get that one out. That could be a really good one. That's a really good catch. That mm, is yeah. really good. Brilliant. So mm. how do you actually record your show and then edit it? Well, it's it's a lot. I think because a lot of people find it quite daunting when they think of podcasting because they think you're going to need loads of equipment and stuff. But um, the when I first started it, I just got one USB mic yep. and a stand. Um, me and my girlfriend sat next to it, um, close to it, and um, we recorded it on GarageBand on a Mac laptop. Um, since then, I still use GarageBand because it's easy to do and it's, you know, it's not, uh, not too difficult to get to grips with, but we've managed to get a nice little podcasting desk sort of. I went on Gear for Music, which is quite a good site, and they do like a, a podcast kit, which has like two mics, two stands, um, and a nice little desk and headphones and everything. And so it's got a nice little equalizer that I've got now, which I help so I can change my levels and the other person's levels and makes it sound a lot, a lot more crisp and clear. But um, that, yeah, that's what we do. I set up a little table, we get that going and then we sit for an hour, an hour or so, sort it all out. And then I'll just edit it in pieces throughout the week while I'm doing other stuff. Okay. And you have a structure to your show as well? Yeah, we normally have, yeah, we normally have a structure. Um, we sort of have about three or four stories plus the courting with James, which we usually put towards the end of the show each time. There's rare ones like we did the Hollywood episodes a few weeks ago where it was entirely like an hour on like two two topic or one topic that had some sub categories in it, okay. but um which have proven to be our most popular ones, to be fair. But um yeah, but mostly that's our formula. We have like three or four and then we put courting with James on the end. Okay, that's cool. So yeah. the show music that you've got and um how did you get hold of that? Uh, where did that come from? Ah, yes. I've got a friend called um, Sam and he is a, he's a musician. He, um, he's uh, like, he does, he's in a band. He does wedding, um, weddings and stuff like that. But he's also in a, he's in one of the most popular Queen tribute bands in the UK. They played just before the pandemic, they played the Hard Rock Cafe in London. And um, he, as well as that, he teaches guitar to kids in schools and um he does his own like composition and so he made that um those jingles for me i saw i don't know if you've seen the show better call soul but i said um, i said could you do something sort of similar to the intro of that and um so he that's how we he came up with the what we've got now and um he is working on some new jingles for me because we're going to be doing a bit of a i've got a photo shoot books and we're going to be doing a bit of a rebrand soon and so i've asked him to make some new jingles to go with that so he's working on that for me at the moment that's brilliant i've actually got the uh, better call soul music on my itunes account so yeah i've just introduced it to my partner and so we've just started it again i've watched it but she hasn't so i'm ex- yeah we're enjoying that 
Hello, everybody. This is Ryan. This is Avery. And we are from the Frame by Frame King Crimson podcast. And you are listening to Pods Like Us. So these subjects that you look for, yes, are you looking for specifically subjects that might be in some ways uh, um, <clears throat> risque, should we say, mm. or, or, or that are actually fun? Um, what sort of subjects are you actually looking for? We sort of, I let's see, it's a, often uh, a bit of a competition between me and um, my partner as well, because she doesn't like being too risque because she okay. gets quite um, scared that we'll get like some sort of backlash and stuff. But I like the idea of, of pushing the line and, um, you know, doing um, topics that some people might be too scared to talk about or, you know, need to be talked about. So often it's like if, you, if we are talking about a risky topic, it's because I've pushed for us to talk about it. But um, I, I like to look for stuff like that. Yeah, but I, I feel like the way that we talk about it, I think when we bring stuff up, like, for example, the one that we one of the one where we went the most opinionated was on the Dubai influencers episode where we talked about all of those Instagram influencers that were sod enough to Dubai during the pandemic. Yeah, that was probably the one where we were the most opinionated because we were really against it. And um, and I think we, we do it quite matter of factly, but I, do, I don't think we do it in, a, in an offensive way. I don't think anyone could watch our podcast and be like, these guys mean wrong with what they're doing. Um, so I think, I mean, when that episode did come out, we only got one person message us that didn't like it. And they were someone that was sodding off <laughs> around the world. And they were just upset that we were bagging on them. <laughs> but um, no, I, do, I, I like to find subjects that i think people are scared to talk about because i want to make the show unique and you know if other people don't want to talk about it and i can be the one that does then hopefully it brings people to to the show to listen to it but i know i don't i don't think i i well i don't intend to anyway do the show in a way to offend anybody no i think you're um taking advantage in, in a way of the fact that it's uh, that it's a podcast so that you can actually go that level. Whereas if you're on a uh, commercial radio station or any sort of radio station, you would be um, maybe, I don't know what, what would the phrase be pulled, pulled back yeah, almost. Sense. So you, you're using the podcast for a good reason. That is absolutely it, yeah. And that is what I thought when I was working in commercial radio. It's like if I had my own show or if I had my own podcast, I want to do subjects that you can't talk about on the radio. Particularly like when we talk about relationship advice and stuff, we do go into like sex and sex advice and that stuff that you just, you can't talk about on the radio. You can in places like Australia and America sometimes, but definitely not in England. It's so heavily censored. And it's like when... um, like, for example, when I was working at Capital, as much as I love the Capital Breakfast Show and I loved um, working on it, you know, all of the topics were very samey. It was just some like, what do you think this celebrity's having for breakfast? And like, how's everyone's morning routines? Like, you can't never, you could never talk about like really interesting and hard hitting stuff. No. And I mean, um, not putting down the radio world here, but the fact that they've downsized a lot of the stations as well so that nighttime shows you don't get so much nowadays yeah that that brings a problem there as well where if they still had that in their uh, programming Mm. they could go that way with with their shows yeah and also you can't localize the content either now because at least if you were working in capital brighton you could do a topic about something going on in brighton and you could have loads of people calling in now it's just regional you can't really do that so much and so that limits the conversation even more have you had any subjects been brought into you by listeners since you've started i mean have you got listeners sending you in questions now yeah we do we do have listeners sometimes sending us in like relationship advice and stuff we'll often ask questions on the socials and that and they will answer one of the the main ones was we had people because we want to try and get into conspiracy theories a bit and we want to talk some of those we had people coming in suggesting those to us um we did our first conspiracy theory on recently where we did the moon landings and we've had people coming in we've got a list of what 
conspiracies people have requested to us um so we're going to try and get through those at some point but yeah we do we do luckily now we've managed to build a bit of an audience where we do have people coming in and requesting stuff that's cool because as you know i mean i'm where i am in my listening i'm far back in the early episodes should we say so you've changed in a way since then because of the input from the the audience that you've grown over this time yeah definitely it's nice to see i'm quite proud of the progression that our show's gone through absolutely i think you've done really well and the fact that you know uh the people that you talk with now with sweet tea and 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 everybody that you talk with there's a good rapport there and i think it's a nice friendly show to listen to and easy to listen to as well thank you so much i really appreciate that yeah Mm -hmm. it's the I've used this phrase before. It's a bit like uh, with radio in in the back in the day. I always saw radio as uh, it doesn't get in the way like television does. Radio is almost like having somebody there with you. Yeah, and yeah, your yeah. show is like that. It's like when I'm at work listening on in the van. Uh, it's almost like you're there with me, keeping me company while I'm doing this that, and the other. I hope that doesn't sound no, no, no. I think and that. <laughs> No, that's that's exactly the sort of feel that we want to go for when making the show. And funnily enough, my greatest inspiration for this podcast is a radio show. It's yep. a show called The Billy Madison Show, which is in America. And if there's anyone in England that wants to understand how censored and how limited radio is in the UK, find and listen to any radio show in America or any radio show in Australia. They are so more free to talk yeah. about what they want. I, I went on holiday when I was about 16 to America. And I think we were in Florida and we rented a car. So we were driving everywhere. And this radio show was on called the Billy Madison show. It was this guy called Billy Madison and uh, three, two, three other people. And they could just talk about whatever they wanted. They talked about sex. They talked about divorces and cheating. And they had people phoning in and asking for sex advice. And they were, talking about strange stories and it's like it's so strange to hear this in the morning on the radio um while we're driving around in comparison to in the uk it was so strange you know when i came home i made sure to see they they put their radio show on spotify so you can listen to it and i listen to it all the time and i get inspiration from it and it's just it's so it's so good and i wish that i could be like on a radio show like that and that's what i wanted when i made the podcast what you need to do is ask those guys if they want to be guest on yours. I would love that. Yeah, I need to try and find out their contact information and get them yeah. on. When you initially said Billy Madison, I thought I thought it was something based on the Adam Sandler. <laughs> yeah, film. the Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you mean that shows where I come from? <laughs> so, um... This is Dave of Live Life Loud, the Decibolic Podcast, and you're listening to Pods Like Us with Marv. I was going to say, a previous guest of mine, uh, Jerry Edwards, who um, owns a company called Podcast Radio. Right. uh, He was actually saying, because you said that to me about Australia and and America, it's just reminded me that he used to work... Uh, for an Australian radio company. Oh, okay. And he's from he's from Liverpool originally. Wow. And he was saying to me how the same as you were saying that the difference between radio in the UK and over there is mm. astounding. There's so much difference between what's allowed there yeah. and the the censorship, shall we say, that goes on in the UK. Mm. Yeah, I feel like in those countries, there's more of a they sort of know. They trust their listeners. It's like, for example, we know, everyone knows in the UK that kids aren't listening to the radio, but yeah. they still obviously censor it anyway. I feel like in places like America and Australia, they know that, and they trust that kids aren't the audience. Kids aren't going to listen to the radio. So they feel like they, they can just say it anyway. And they trust that, you know, the youth aren't listening. You know? Yeah. But like I said, you know, if, if they wanted to go... Um, if they were thinking about children listening, then mm. I don't see a problem with them having a show that's after 10 o'clock in the UK that yeah. has that uh, sort of openness. Mm. 
I do not understand why there is not a watershed for radio like there is for TV. No. I, do, I, I don't get that at all. No, I don't get that at all either. Mm. Like I said, after nine o'clock, they could have a show that goes into those sort of areas. You know, you don't yeah. need to, you don't need to swear on the show. No, for sure. But no. you could be more open to what subjects that you can discuss that you wouldn't be beforehand. Mm. Yeah, on Radio 1, if they had like a sexy after 10 o'clock sort of um, like pre-drinks, sex advice sort of radio show, I reckon it would be really big. It would be huge. So do I. Mm. And it's a problem with the radio um, industry because that's why a lot of people will now go to podcasts as opposed to listening to the radio, because that's yeah. not there for them. And uh, as I've said to people before, the thing with podcast is that it's it's that niche audience where you've got programs for them specifically. Yeah, which absolutely. Which you won't find on the radio. And that's, a, that's why podcasts are as popular now, I think, as they are. Yeah, it's getting so much more popular than radio now. It's because you can you can pause it and play it when you want. So you can personalise it to your own experience. And the show itself is personal to you because you're choosing the show yourself and you're choosing people that are like-minded to you. Absolutely. Mm. Yep. And and yeah, like you said, the, the show, like we said, the shows are, this show's there for everybody, no matter what they're after. There will yeah. be a show there for somebody, whereas the radio stations are not providing that. I've said before when I've listened to some local radio stations, it's almost like you'll have one show with one presenter and then mm. the next show with the next presenter. It's sort of the same show, but with a different presenter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're all limited yeah. to the same stuff and it's the same sort of general chit-chatty topic. Yep, yeah, absolutely. Mm. Hey, it's Gil from The, the Mindbird. today's mind culture and social podcast and you're listening to pods like us are there any subjects that you'd question having in your show oh um well there is there's that mm, good question i think yeah, I mean, there's definitely times when, especially with um, Sweet Tea, because she she can get quite, um, she does get quite scared of like backlash or us getting, you know, any sort of hate. And so there's some stuff that, um, because of the casual nature of our show, and no one wants to sort of slip up and accidentally, you know, say something stupid. There are topics sort of that are very much in the forefront of the news, like. Um, Black Lives Matter, we don't really want to touch at the moment. We know, you know, we. I'm happy to sort of give an, a, give an opinion of it and I'm definitely like for it. But I feel like the stuff that's going on in the news with the police brutality and stuff, it's just something that it's very difficult to talk about casually. It's it's you've got to be serious when you're talking about it, which obviously is a bit harder to harder to do, um, especially when you're trying to stick to, you know, what our our ethos of our of our show um i think the i think anything to do with sort of trans and transgender stuff is quite difficult to talk about at the moment because like the community that community as a whole is quite a difficult community to have a conversation with because um i completely i am you know i'm pro transgender i'm of the sort of opinion of you know as long as it's not hurting children as long as it's not killing people if that's something a way you want to live your life then you know go and live it but um that community they're quite they're just especially at the moment online because they're a community that has you know they're very difficult to talk to and have a conversation with it's it's when you're talking to them it's very much like their way or the highway and they don't give you much wriggle room to educate to be educated so whereas opposed where the, for example, with Black Lives Matter, I do feel like I could sit down with someone part of that cause and have a conversation with them as much as I, I don't really want to. Um, with the transgender community, I feel like it would be a lot of um, it's a lot of sort of talking at you and not education. So that's I think those are the two main topics I sort of want to want to stay away from. But everything else is really sort of open market at the moment. Yeah. I think it will be that way 
uh, for a while because you find that with a lot of things where where things suddenly change, uh, you know, like with with, with uh, the race issue, that's a that's a huge one. And yeah. then you had sexism back in the day. Mm-hmm. It will be something that's very a very heated de- heated subject initially, yeah. and mm. then once it's uh, not that way, eventually people are more talkative and it's less of a of a hot potato or whatever yeah it's all about giving it time like i i feel like in a in a couple in a couple years there'll be much more casual conversations about like the black lives matter movement and stuff that's happened at the moment but i mean with these deaths and stuff it's disgusting and it's awful and so it's 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 a subject that you need to you need to talk about seriously and whereas our shows more casual i don't think we could do it justice if we talked about it on on the show so yeah because you're trying to be an entertainment yeah yeah. that's that's too serious a subject to broach in what is an entertainment show that's a fun show yeah absolutely and i mean it's the same as well with the sort of um the gender politics politics and the transgender stuff whereas i sort of in our show we like to sit down with people that you know we can have a question with and ask questions as much as i agree with that movement at the moment and whoever you talk to in that movement it's very much this is what you need to you got to say exactly this you got to do exactly this so there's not really any room for conversation absolutely Mm. G'day, g'day. This is Matty C from the Astros Fantasy Football Podcast way down in Australia. And we love getting to listen to Marv meet new podcasters from all over the world here on the Pods Like Us podcast. So are there any episodes that stand out to you that you've made so far? Yeah, I think my personal favourite one is one, it's called, it's episode 18 and it's called Hollywood Fixed. And me and T basically talk about all of the CD stuff that no one's talking about going on in Hollywood. Like we talk about the rampant paedophilia and um, we talk about, you know, how so many of these actors and producers have turned out to be sexual abusers and things like that. How currently at the moment you get all of these YouTube stars like David Dobrik that are coming out, having done questionable stuff. The, um, but the thing that's yeah that's my favorite one and i i really want lots lots of people to listen to that one because hollywood you know it's it's everywhere all of our movies are hollywood movies and i think people really do need to know um the seedy stuff that's going on there and how sort of toxic that place can be and even just the even not thinking about it as movies even just as a city i've been to hollywood before and it is nowhere near as glamorous as they make it out to be I stayed in a, I stayed, me and my family stayed in a house there in, in 2015. And as soon as you turn the corner, it's nothing but homeless people. And they've got that area in Los Angeles, Skid Row, that is literally just a huge blocks and blocks of places that's all homeless people. And um, there's such a huge divide between the upper class and the lower class. And, um, yeah, it's a very it's a very toxic toxic place. And I mean, recently I discovered the Los Angeles subreddit on Reddit, and it's okay. literally all people that live in Los Angeles talking about stuff going on in LA. And um, the people there are just awful. They're not nice people. I, okay. I there was one post that I saw where someone had was it was like a homeless person, and they had a, a sort of camp in the street. And um, it, someone had set it alight and set the whole place on fire, right? And the, obviously the poor homeless person was now without his little campsite. And the top comment on that post was, that's going to be an eyesore on my way to the gym. Wow. Yeah. That's all they cared about. Yeah, I know. It's, it, it's yeah. Oh, obviously, I, you don't want to generalise. I'm sure there's plenty, plenty of lovely people in LA. But from what you if you actually sort of just scratch under the surface there's a lot of toxic people and a lot of toxic stuff going on the the paedophilia is the worst there's so many child stars now coming out talking about the sort of abuse that they've had at the hands of producers and some of the weird casting things they've had to do Mm -hmm. to get onto shows and stuff and it's it's very strange and not good at all if you uh if you look into it Corey feldman if you know who that is. I was He's about to say Corey Feldman, actually. Yeah, we show a clip of what he said on 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 the 
on he was interviewed about it because he was part of his acting buddy Corey Haim obviously died a few years ago and he both of them were people that were abused when they were kids by these producers and these stars Charlie Sheen being one of them and um it's just it's it's mad that it it gets brushed under the rug so much. And so I think if anyone wants to listen to an episode of our show, I think that's a really good one to sort of learn some new stuff. And, you know, that's one of the things that I want. One of the things I wanted to about our show is I want to talk about stuff that you could um, bring up at work. You know, you could say, Oh, I heard this the other day that they probably won't have heard about. And so that, I think that's a good one to start with if you want to get introduced to our show. I'll remember that one for in a bit, but you've also got with that you've got people like um, I think I remember the first one that I heard was the obviously the famous one of the actor Anthony Rapp yeah. from Star Trek, mm. who uh, was the one that brought out uh, Kevin Spacey. Yes, yes, it's a, yeah. and um, yeah, but yeah, so that will be the first one that I remember is Anthony mm. Rapp explaining about when he was a child actor in the theatre. And mm. Kevin Spacey with him. Yeah. And um, Nickelodeon, the channel, a lot of their shows, they've had a horrible history. They had a producer on there called Dan Schneider, and he worked on shows like Drake and Josh, iCarly, Victorious. Um, kids, you know, kids sort of sitcomy shows like that on Nickelodeon. And he he did things with so many people on the show there. And um, what was even worse was he had like a, he had like a foot thing. He had like a thing for feet. And um, what he would do was like an episode of iCarly would come out and he would have written something into the show where the kids are showing their bare feet. And then he will tweet and he will on the iCarly Twitter and he will say, kids, send us pics of your feet. And kids would, sending pics of their feet it's it's really strange wow yeah and and, and everybody thought that quentin tarantino was strange with his feet yeah I fixation, know. <laughs> but, but that <laughs> one know. is terrible yeah yeah, um, yeah kids that's awful it's not even on tarantino standards it's so far no. worse yeah but um i remember i actually read because i was reading up on the um uh quentin tarantino thing and he denied it that he has a fixation with feet. Mm. And then I think that uh, he was asked to direct one section of a film. I can't remember what the film was now. If I knew we were going into this, I would have looked it up. And he was directing a fil- part of a film for a friend mm. of his that was a director. And it was a sequence where he actually filmed the foot of an actress. And initially right. that film wouldn't have actually have had that sequence in it but he filmed it from that angle <laughs> to get the woman's foot at the front of the screen. That's that's the thing that you can see that's mm. in the most in focus yeah. of that actress. And I thought, yeah, if you've not got a fixation with feet, then you wouldn't be doing things like that. Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, at least at least with Tarantino, obviously, he, I assume he's gotten the consent of the actresses yep. to do, you know, film film feet, and it's not too sexual but when you're dealing with child stars and kids you know it's a much more manipulative Absolutely. and um, you know stuff like that I'm, qu- I'm quite a movie guy I love movies and TV I do like quite a few of Tarantino's movies but um, I do agree that he does definitely have a feet thing Absolutely. Mm. Hey this is Brian with Concerts That Made Us podcast and you're listening to Pods Like Us a great show about other great shows I know something that's very controversial. Oh, go on then. <clears throat> um, well, I do not want to get into it. Hold on, James. You ready? Something that sort of bugs me that a lot of people find really controversial and strange is um, people that don't have children by choice. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. There's um, some, a famous person that doesn't have children by choice is Ricky Gervais, and he gets a lot of stick for it. And I've heard him talk about it on comedy stuff. And I don't get why. The worst one is um, is why people, why do people ask women all the time after they're married? Like, oh, when are the kids coming? Like, why does that matter? And I mean, the world is so, I mean, I would like to one day have kids. I would, but I completely understand people that don't. The world is overpopulated as it is at the moment. 
So, I mean, to be honest, I feel like, you know, you should be commended if you're not having kids yeah. in some way or another, you know? Yeah. He's just no, that, a is really a good, good that is a controversial well, people topic. People think you're weird. <laughs> yeah, Louise said that, that people think that you're yeah, weird when, especially all the women when you don't, have, don't understand Yeah, it. other women definitely, yeah. They're don't like, but why it. haven't you got I any children? It, yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. yeah, It's strange. You'll find people, because you'll get, all, a lot of these women that are like, oh, women should be single. They should be on their own, doing their own thing. Yet they'll see a couple and they'll be like, why has the couple not got kids yet? And it's sort of like, what is going on here? <laughs> right? Yeah. But I, I, I think it should be completely fine if you don't want kids. Absolutely more power to you. Enjoy your life with your couple. Have a great time. Okay. Yeah, one of my pet peeves, that like your partner's um, opinion on is how comes when you you get these groups of women that see a dad looking after his and they're like oh is the wife not here you babysitting the kids why can't they just be fathering the kids you know have you ever experienced that so I think a- it should be an equal responsibility um, no, I agree. Yeah, I th- I think it's you know sexist to assume that the parenting is all just down to the mothers. Yeah, I agree. I think there's still a lot of things in the modern mm. world that are, are sexist, like the woman does all the housework or um, you yeah. know certain things. I mean, if, if you're in a marriage or you've got a partner, it's a partnership, and you should share share things. It's like women doing men's yeah. jobs. They should be paid the same. If a woman's driving a fire truck and a men's driving a f- mm-hmm. you know, fire engine, whatever. Um, if women are doing the same job as men, they should be paid the same. I'm not a feminist. I'm not like a, you know, burn your bra on a fire sort mm. of person. I don't believe in all that. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I think that men should hold doors mm. open for women. There's nothing wrong with that. But I don't think women, some women do themselves in favours because um, they want to be too much like men and they don't like men holding doors open. And when they stop doing things like that, then they turn around yeah. and moan about it. So. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. Well, I'm not it's a feminist. Just, you know, time place. Men should open yeah. doors, be polite, <laughs> all the rest of it. But there you go. I'm just, I'm just sort of a bit old-fashioned. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I like. Yeah. I like a bit of chivalry. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Age of chivalry is not dead. It's alive and well. <laughs> it's alive yeah. and well. I don't think there's a problem with being. Yeah, hopefully not. <laughs> politeness doesn't. I mean, politeness is nothing to do with, no. um, you know, being sexist or whatever. It's how you're brought up. Politeness doesn't cost anything. Good manners don't cost anything. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's right. Yeah. So. Mm. How was that? It's a different age, aren't we? We're, we're a different generation too. I don't, we, we don't think that a lot of the young people these days have got any any respect for older people, for old people. I think, that, um, I think that's generalising. I mean, you know, because yeah, not, I, not, I agree. I'm not going to say that James is in his twenties. Not young, not all young people. I'm not talking more with no. the same brush. A lot of young people don't have respect for. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And don't have respect for sort of, you know, older people or or people in general, mm. really. Um, yeah. One is why do you not understand that he got us through the war? And two, he was a man from a different time, you know, to be progressive now. But you, you need to respect that people back then did have different views and we can't change people that are dead, yeah. you know. But I do think people do, uh, oh, I do think old people, uh, young people do need to have some more respect and understand how history works, you know. Yeah, mm. I think the the problem with revisionism is, like you said, that they were different times, and so um, not yeah. not condoning things that people did back then that were wrong, but yeah, we've got to understand that people had a mm. different mindset back then to the mindset that there is now. One of 
my favorite examples of doing this good and doing this bad is obviously Disney had old cartoons, which are now seen as like racist. And so did Warner Brothers with their Looney Tunes cartoons. But Disney, what they do is they deleted the cartoons and they don't show them anymore. Whereas Warner Brothers, they show the cartoons and they say, they do a disclaimer beforehand and they say these reviews from people of the past, but to pretend they didn't exist would be to pretend that history didn't exist and we don't agree with that. So they still show them. Yeah, because films such as uh, the Disney film Song of the South, that that's an important film yeah. because of what it did to um, what it mm-hmm. did for the carrying on and making animation better. That it's it shows the progression of animation that film, so it's important for that purpose. Yeah. So to ignore it, they're mm-hmm. ignoring the history of animation. Yeah. So all they need to do is put a disclaimer at the beginning of that, saying, "Look, you know, racial issues were completely different when this was made." So and then watch the film with yeah. that understanding. Yeah, I completely agree. Mm. Hey there, this is Bobby with the Rock Guys podcast, and you are listening to Marv Smooth on the Pods Like Us podcast. Check him out. Anyway, uh, what other podcasts do you listen to, James? Well, I do listen, you mentioned them earlier, I do listen to the Bad Council podcast. I think they're great. Yeah, so do I. Um, they've, uh, to be fair, they've emulated a similar format to the Billy Madison show, the radio show that I listen, that I listen to. So I really like, I really like that, and I, I really want to get them on on my show as well. And um, yeah, the Billy Madison show, they have a podcast which is the greatest hits of of their radio show that they do during the week, which is really good. Um, I listen to as well the um, H three podcast, which is these two. Um, husband and wife ethan and neela who are famous on youtube they're youtubers and um, they have a podcast which i listen to regularly um who else there's one that's oh yeah there's a great podcast that i listen to called the last podcast on the left and yep. it's this group of guys and they do they delve into like they're all comedians but they talk about um dark topics so they talk about serial killers and like um conspiracy theories and stuff like that and they go deep into their stories and they joke about it and chat about it and it's it's that one's a really good time if you're looking for something new to listen to okay wow what advice would you give to people starting their first podcast well um the advice that i would give to people i mean most of the normal advice people give is you know i'll just you know pick up a mic and just start it which obviously you know is fair enough but you need i feel like you do need to find a unique idea first and you do need to um try and make sure that you plan it and that you structure it and that you that you really think about it because podcasts are on the rise but it is still quite an overcluttered market so um as much as it is it is easy to just plug a mic in and go and i do definitely suggest that people do that but just make sure that you've got a solid idea and you've got a solid plan and you try and treat it you know semi-professionally really put some effort into it i think absolutely anyway where can people find you and contact you well our main port of call is the instagram which is at court case podcast so that's where we do most of our posting and everything like that and most of our communication. Um, there's also our Twitter, which is at Court Case Cast. But um, we do have our own website as well, which is www.courtcasepodcast.com. And you can find everything on there. There's a blog on there where we write some about some interesting topics that we haven't gotten to on the show. There's a way to contact us and to support us. And there's little um, a, an about us section, which tells us all about the sort of biography of all the people that have been on the show and stuff. So those are the three sort of main areas to get hold of us. Wow, I love that bit that you've got that on the website about explaining the people that you've had on the show and yeah. giving like a little mini biography of those people. I think that's great. Mm. Yeah, no, I love the little website website that we've made. I think that's great. Anyway, thank you for chatting with me today, James. That is okay. Thank you so much for having me on. Thank you. And thank you, everybody, for listening and hope you listen again to another episode of Pods Like Us.
Oh, start video. Hello. Hello, James. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Can you hear me all okay? I can. Yep. Oh, cool T-shirt. Ducktails. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks so much. <laughs> but um, no, it's nice to meet you. You too. I've got uh, Jack Savaretti. Oh, very nice. T-shirt. Yeah. Nice. Because we saw him at uh, Rock City, didn't we? Was it four years ago? Yes, darling, he's English. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking off mic. I'm talking away from the camera here, aren't I? It's like, who's he talking to? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, I like your, um, is that Prince or Jimi Hendrix in the background? That's Jimi Hendrix in the background. Yeah, yeah. I like that as well. A bit of a cheat because that's that's a fake background of, of <laughs> my bedroom wall. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the funniest one I've had was where, so the phone will, phone will ring in my ear because I wear an earpiece to answer mm. the phone with. And uh, and then I'll answer it and they'll be just saying, this one time they said, uh, they said we're stuck in a lift. Mm. And I said, um, okay, where are you? And then they said the name of a town and I said, which business in that town are you at? Because they didn't seem to realise that I respond to multiple calls. You see, so yeah. I'm saying I need to know exactly where you are. So. <laughs> oh damn! But so, um, yeah, your your show then. It's um, is that the sort of thing you were doing when you were doing radios, radio presenting as well? Well, I started in um, student radio when I was at university. Um, I, I should actually have asked this during the show itself, shouldn't I? <laughs> yeah 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 when do you want to um start recording like the okay. show and stuff? We'll, we'll do it now officially then. okay yeah that sounds good okay. is there anything you can think of james that we could go into oh uh, missed um, let me have a gander uh um you said did you go into everything on your notes that you sent me surprisingly yes mm. i was ticking as we were going along <laughs> i mean I mean, like I said, in that initial bit at the beginning, you yeah. ticked off four of the points in one go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't even realise I was doing that. No. But, um, you, you were just being natural. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, oh, good. Uh, let me try and think if there's anything to put. How long are your podcasts usually, your episodes? Um, usually anywhere from, say, an hour to an hour and a half. Okay. And how, how much have we clocked in at the moment? We've clocked in 40 minutes. Okay, so we need to, we've got 20 minutes to, to sort of go into. Let me uh, have a think what sort of questions. Um, Some shows do go go shorter than the 50. That's the wonderful can, thing about podcasting. You know, you can, you can play around with the length. Yeah, you could um, ask what my favourite episode of my show has been so far. Of course, that's topic. what I normally ask. I normally ask, mm. are there any standout episodes? Yeah. Don't I? Is there anything else? Can you think of anything? <laughs> no. I, sh I should have given I should have given Louise a, a, a set of headphones. Actually, yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's a good idea. Look, so there's the standouts. Mm. Oh, what does he do again? They discuss subjects that they find on uh, subreddit and other places, and they answer people's questions as well. About all sorts of subjects, including you know, on sub what Reddit. It's a website where there's oh, all there's these Reddit. Yeah, yeah. on Reddit. Yeah, uh, but they'll they'll pick subjects that are controversial. It's, can be controversial, a maybe a bit edgy, yeah. but they approach them in a nice way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thanks. they're not offensive. No. no, there you go. That's the way to be. <laughs> Cool. thank you i like that description yeah i'll have to include that description in the post show yeah definitely have, have definitely. you noticed i don't know whether you've listened or not but i i do put like chit chat from before and after the show oh that's nice recording. that goes in post show so you get just like general conversation after after the music oh that's great i think i'll try and after this i'll try and listen to your bad council one okay 
after this. So it's nothing to do with court Enjoy. cases or anything? No, it's nothing to do with court cases. It's because his name's James Court. Yeah. yeah, we do um, some of the topics. We do try and sort of um, broach it like a court case and give a verdict at the end and stuff like that. Right. That's, that's mm-hmm. clever, yeah. They could do a legal angle. <laughs> they could do a legal angle, yes. <laughs> Unfortunately, my Perry Mason T-shirt didn't appear in time. Mm. Otherwise, I would have been wearing that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If I'd have said Matlock, then nobody would know who Matlock is. I've heard of Matlock. Oh, good. <laughs> I'm trying to think about anything to do with court cases now that's on television. Mm. What's his name? Rob, is it Rob Rinder? Oh, yeah, Rob Rinder. Yeah, yeah. Judge Rinder. Judge Judy. Yeah. Judge, Judy. Judge Judy, yes, well done. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Dear me, this is going to be fabulous for the post-show stuff, this. Sub-TV for the <laughs> yeah. over Anyway, what else was there that we could pick up on? Louise says that you've got a very 1950s look about you. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. I've just had my hair cut. Yeah, and I do kind of agree. But That's quite the quiff. Yeah. Yeah, and a glass. Oh, yeah. Yeah, glasses as well. Yeah. I still keep saying I should give you a microphone. <laughs> and you can interject. Yeah, definitely. You should. Absolutely. Because it, it works for James because he has his, has his other half on with him. Oh, right. uh, mm-hmm. Sweet tea. Mm. His other half. Mm. That is a really sweet nickname, by the way. Yeah, I know. It's um, it's um, her, her full name, her original name is Tegan, but no, okay. I, I call her Sweet Tea all the time. It's after a um, a television show that we both love called "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia." Yeah, there's a um character on there called Sweet D. Yeah. Um, and we, I met T at work, and um, I couldn't spell her name on my phone, so I just <laughs> called her Sweet Tea, and it's just stuck, and that's all I call her now. I don't. She says she says it sounds weird when I say her real name. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, they get used to they get used to you calling them by the by their name, don't they? The name that yeah. you give them. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But it's, a, yeah. It's, a, it's a lovely nickname. That's great. So, um, oh, she'll like to hear that. So I think anything else. We can think of. But um, she um, she was originally. Here's some insight for you. She was originally just supposed to be in the the first episode, and yep. I was originally going to do it where I have a different guest on every week. Yep. But um, it turned out to be hard to sort of book that. And also after the first episode came out, loads of people replied and just like, we really like tea. Like you two really chat well together and you have a good chemistry. So we just decided to keep her on and she would be a co-host with me and we would do guests together. Yep. And I have spotted mm-hmm. the Pirates of the Caribbean picture in the back as well. Oh, yes. Well, basically... Um, I'm going through a bit of a change at the moment and I'm changing up the pictures a bit, but my room was originally based on, I'm a, my guilty pleasure is Disney and I love the Disneyland parks and my um, pictures are actually posters of the Disney rides. So I've got Pirates of the Caribbean there and next to it is Splash Mountain. Okay. Yeah. And um, on other areas of my wall, I did, I've changed these out a bit, but I did have Haunted Mansion and uh, the ride and uh, the Uncharted Tiki Room. I don't know if you've ever been to Disney. No, I've never been there. No. But, um, but no, I really, I'm like a big fan of the parks. I love the Disney parks and stuff. So, hence the t shirt that I mentioned at mm. the beginning as well. Yeah, Disney. as well. Yeah. And the yeah. DuckTales t shirt. DuckTales, classic telly. That is, yeah, that was classic afternoon. They've recently done a reboot of the series with David Tennant as Scrooge McDuck. Okay. And it's really good. It's such good TV. And what while Louise is listening, so I'm a, of a certain age where my younger brother, he's 12 years younger than me. There's 12 years between me and him. So I'm the third and he's the fourth child and 12 yeah. years between. So when he mm. was really, really young, well, he was born in 82 and they had DuckTales yeah. on when he was a child and I was a, older so i used to sit and watch it with him so that's yeah. where the ducktail thing comes from because i've got the memory of of watching it with him and both of us enjoying it from 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 different angles should we say because i'm older and was enjoying it mm. from my age and he was enjoying it from his age so i think it's a show that that's- that works for anybody of any age i think it's a great show it is universal yeah and um best tv theme of any show absolutely best so theme. great theme it's up there <laughs> yeah. with danger mouse it is, yeah, Danger Mouse is great as well. Yeah, mm. absolutely. But um, yeah, no. If you've have you got any children? I haven't. No, I've not got any children. Uh, I was going to say oh. the new Ducktales is one that you would definitely have to show because it's so good. 
but I'll have to bring it up on Disney Plus later or something. I think. Do it, yeah. They um, it's they change a few bits. Obviously, they've got David Tennant as Scrooge, but they also bump Donald Duck to a main cast member, whereas he wasn't really in the original Ducktales run. No, he wasn't. Then. So that's uh, that adds a really nice new angle to it, and they they do some quite <laughs> adult stories. It's quite it's very good. Yeah. I've always wondered about them actually because I think yeah. So, it's Uncle Scrooge and Uncle Donald. Yeah. Who are Huey, Dewey and Louie's actual parents? Well, that's one thing that they go into in the new series, which is fantastic. The whole first season is all about um, who are the three nephews' mum and what right. happened to her. Yep. And they do a whole overarching story about where she is and, and why Uncle Donald looks after the kids and not the mum. It's really good. Right. I'm going to look forward to that now. Thank you very yeah. much. Yeah. Sort of my viewing out now that I've got Mandalorian and uh, One Division out of the way, and soon Falcon oh. and Winter Soldier. They were both insane. I've really loved both Mandalorian and the Winter and One Division. I'm yeah, I'm caught up on Winter Soldier. I think there's two episodes left. Yep. Mm. But that's good as well. But I think I prefer One Division. So do I. Yep. yep. I like I like the fun and the. Um, special effects um magic of one division mm. and, and it was it, the idea is a lot more creative absolutely <clears throat> yeah because mm. uh falcon in the winter soldier it's almost like a an expansion from where they went with um well the winter soldier film and civil war yeah, it's just basically agree. carrying on with yeah. that it's the same old what they've done before mm. whereas like you said one division with the looking back on uh, copying old television sitcoms, I thought that was fascinating yeah. how they did that and included that in the old bit, should we say? Yeah, I can. I completely agree. And sitcoms are my favourite type of TV. I love a good sitcom, so seeing that emulated in Marvel was really, really cool. Absolutely. Mm. Anyway, um, I think that's. Uh, I think that's great. I think we've got a good show there. I know something that's very controversial. Well, oh, go on then. Um, well, uh, oh, uh, something that sort of bugs me that a lot of people find really controversial and strange is um, people that don't have children by choice. Sorry, because you asked the question, and I think it's a, I think it's a good question. You do. Yeah, I do. I, I just feel, I feel a bit bad that I'm putting it out there because everybody's going to know that. Going to assume that you don't want children and all it's mean. Yeah, because it's not like it's not it like is, these. It it's not like, like these couples are anti-children. It's just that they decide not to have children themselves. Yeah, people automatically assume yeah. that you hate children. That's, that's yeah, it's very else. strange. People assume that you hate children. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. and it's weird, and you're you're odd, or <laughs> I've got to fit all this into the show, you know. It's, uh... <laughs> One it's of like my you have to one of my pet peeves. Hold on, one of your pet peeves. Yep. We're, we're going to come one of my pet peeves that I would interested, be interested partners' opinion on. I. Oh, are you okay there? That's not you. Really quiet. Go on then. Can you hear me now? Yep. I can't make it any louder, or we'll get feedback. Oh, that there's a program a while ago. They were looking back at uh, programs from the seventies, um, like uh, comedy and was it game shows and uh, things like that. And and some of it even now is you you look at it and you think I can't believe we watched that. That that's really shocking. And they would never yeah. a lot of the TV comedy on. They would never allow now. Like uh, there's a program called Mind Your Language about a TV. No, definitely not. And he taught all these different students. There was um, people from India, um, I think uh, Chinese people and all different races. And it's just shocking. You look at it and you almost feel ashamed that you used to watch them. Yeah, no, I, I completely get where you're coming from. Mm. Yeah. But times have changed. It's, it's been fun talking with you, speaking with you uh, today, James. Yeah, I've I've had a great time. It's really nice to meet you. Mm. You too. Great. I hope you um, hope you can find yeah. find something you... good in you know radio, something new coming up soon. Hopefully. Thank you. 
I, I appreciate that. What do you what what are your aims for your podcast? Where do you want to go? Um, I'm slightly mixing things up a bit because it started as just basically me talking to podcasters about their shows, uh, and then having the occasional group show. Yeah, which I really enjoy the group show because then I get people mm. from different podcasts taking part, and we'll just discuss. Yeah, yeah things in general well, we might have an over we might have a specific subject that we're going to talk about but it's interesting to get people from different yeah. podcasts together to talk and usually from all different uh should we say corners of the world that's an interesting one as well mm. where you'll have someone from you know america or an austria i think the best one i've had is spain australia and america and then myself from you know up north in the uk that's and, so great. Um, it's so cool. It's so cool that you can get all these people all together and have these chats. And another one I've started, I've just done one episode recently where I spoke to someone who isn't a podcaster, but is mm. someone that listens to podcast. Yeah. And I thought that was a nice switch to see what it is that they listen to and their habits and taste in podcasts. I just think yeah. it's a, an interesting angle to go to. Yeah, definitely. And I'm going to be checking out some of yours over the next couple of days we've got some work to do so i can stick them on while i'm i'm working and i'll i'll definitely give them a listen yeah, yeah. and uh, i know you've mentioned it okay the peas i don't know whether you've seen my logo but the peas in the pod yeah. was louise's she originally did a picture of it a little like drawing of peas in a pod as an idea and then uh, this chap just did the logo he, he took what louise's suggestion was and he made something really good for it and it, I didn't get paid for anything. It's a complete freebie. Oh, that's so nice. That's great. It is. Yeah. <laughs> I really like it. Yeah, I think it's I think it's really clever what what Louise came up with. The suggestion mm. the the design of that just three peas in a pod talking, which mm. is, you know, podcast yeah. Yeah. pods and peas and in a pod. Yeah, I think it's yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And those little headphones on the heads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a nice touch it is <laughs> anyway i'll let you get on then james you take care yeah thank you and uh, yeah send me a message when it's all up and stuff and um i'll promote it thank you very much this is for season three so i'm i'm, I'm taking a break for about four or five weeks and then starting to bring them back out again okay cool no worries all yeah, right because my, my listening's getting very backed up should we say it's a lot of work right. listening to all people's podcasts and shows yeah no i get you <laughs> yeah. I, th- cool. I think well, i must do I'll... between 50 and 60 hours of listening a week wow damn yeah wow because I, I like to make sure that i've heard the shows first yeah no that makes sense it's good to do your research obviously of course but no thanks again it's right because i've taken the headphones off i'm yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah anyway you take I'll, care um, james i'll chat to you soon you too yeah take you care. too thanks a lot Bye-bye. bye bye